Preach this. We got rehearsal Thursday, Pastor. <laughs> Let's work on our sermon. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. We are his masterpiece created to the praise of his glory. And it reads as such in our hearing. For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship. Say, he's talking about me. We have been recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew in our spirit, that we may do those good works. And let, let me explain this. Without the Spirit of God, you can't do the good works. 
He's not talking about good works that you do in the flesh. Because God does not call that good. Because out of the flesh does not come good. Because good cannot come out of darkness. So here, he's only talking about the born-again Christians who are walking in the Spirit and doing what the Spirit is leading you to do. Therefore, you can't even take credit for it because it's God doing it through us. Let's, let's move on. The good works with God, you have a predestined journey. You have things that God laid on your journey of life for us to do, for us to go through, for us to receive if we stay on our journey. In order to get what God has for us, you got to stay. In the song, he said, he said I, I have been perfect, but I've been faithful. <laughs> it is required for a steward to be faithful and trust in God. And watch this, when we fall, tuck, roll forward. <laughs> Closer to him. When we fall, it just means you need to get closer. You don't sit in it. You don't soak in it. You don't move backward. You roll forward. I tell people, make the devil mad. He mess with you. Because every time he makes you see it, you get a little bit closer to Jesus because you recognize that Jesus is your strength and your help. Let me just help you. There is no such thing as standing still. We're either moving backwards or moving forward. Now, there are seasons when the, when the fight is so hard that you got to plant your feet and stand. Is there anybody standing this morning? Is there anybody that's going through hell and high waters, but you have made up your mind, I'm not going nowhere, I'm going to stay right here, Lord, I'm going to wait on you. We, watch, 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 watch. He said that we shall walk in them. He says, as I am leading you, as I'm your shepherd, as I'm teaching you, he said, walk in what I have for you, hand in hand, trusting him. Not trusting you, not trusting me, trusting Walking in his peace, his strength, his joy, listen, his way. It's true, not our opinion, not what we want. God is not your genie. He's your God. Living the good life, and God says good, watch this, because he sees himself in it. He sees the reflection of his character and nature in us. That's what he calls good. 
if he don't see himself in it, it's not good. Because the only thing that is good is God. So if he don't see his spirit in us, it can't be good. Which he wasn't. He prearranged was mean that, that you got victory ahead of you. Which means you're more than a conqueror. Which means it's already finished. Which means it's already done. Which means you just got to catch up with it. Keep on walking. Keep on stepping. Keep on moving. Keep on trusting. Because he has already prearranged and made it ready for us. Somebody ought to give God a shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can sit down. The thought that I want to bring to you is living with an expectation of and on God. In the storm. With tears. You, you, got, you, got a, you got an expectation. You know, you know I, I love that song that Kenny just sung, that, that, that he's leaning in my direction. But, but can you believe that when nothing has changed? <laughs> can, you, can, can, can you really sing that when, when you have gone from bad to worse? trust that God still have favor towards you when the favor been a long 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 time coming Blessing is not a week away, month away, year away. There's something that God is doing in your life that 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 it is going to take some years. <laughs> now, not only is He getting everything. Let me, let me change this. Let me move this away. Everything else is ready, but he's getting us ready. <laughs> Timing is everything. And everything have its set time. And God's biggest problem with us getting where he wants us to get is not the devil, it's us. Did you know that the devil is God's tool? God says, sit down. He sit down. God said, roll over. He roll over. God says, I already know what you're going to do, so go do it because I'm going to use that to bless them. Then we have the nerves as God's children to be scared of the devil and pay more attention to what the devil's doing than pay what God is doing. Do we believe the heart of God? Do we trust the sovereignty of God? 
Do we trust the love of God when what we're going through don't feel like it's love? One of the things I think that, that we are desperately in need of is to have an expectation on the heart of God, on the goodness of God, on the character of God, that when we don't have nothing else, we are still looking up at who we know God is. Well, one of the favorite verses in the Bible, I love it, is David said, he said, he said, I, I would have fainted. I would have gave up. Listen, David is writing this when he's running from his mentor Saul. Say, the troops that he trained are chasing him, trying to kill him. He has about 600 men, about 3,000 of, of, of the best soldiers in Israel is chasing him. And he hasn't done anything wrong. And God has had a promise that I'm going to make you king. But here he is running. And in the midst of God not saying anything but telling him, hold on to the promise I told you, David says, I, I would have fainted. I would have died right here. I would have lost heart if I had not have confidence, have an expectation. If I had not believed what God is going to do in my future, undetermined when, but I believe that the goodness, because my God is good, of God is going to show up sooner or later. Am I speaking to anybody today? When, when life doesn't make sense. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, you, 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 you ain't out there slipping and sliding. How can I say this? It seems like the people slipping and sliding doing better than you are. And you try to maintain. I hear a voice keep on telling me, you're not home yet. And, it, and if this world did it to Jesus, why don't you think it won't do it to you? Our, our perspective is wrong. And until we get the right perspective, we cannot interpret the heart of God right. God, God's voice is voice of victory. If you had a voice of condemnation and you were a child of God, that's not the voice of God. God will chastise us as a loving father because he loves us to get on the right track because he recognized being on the wrong track is going to destroy us. Sin is pleasurable for a season, but Satan is setting you up to destroy you. Sin will, 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 will take you where you don't want to go. It will cost you more than you're willing to pay. It will keep you longer than you want to stay if you get back. 
God is, is trying to, through his word and his spirit, trying to navigate us through life journey in a path that we cannot see but the very next step. But he don't want us to, to trust the step. He wants us to trust his heart. I say this all the time. The heart of the matter is our hearts. One of the things I realized, even in my own life, that there's layers and layers and layers and layers. He says in Jeremiah 29, he says, I know my, and he's talking to Israel, and listen, he says this while they are in Babylon, while they are captives in Babylon. And he says to them, while they're in captivity, and the reason why he says it in captivity, because before they got in captivity, they wasn't listening. Oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I have the sneaking suspicion he been saying it all the time, but they was too busy doing their own thing. They didn't have time for God. Hold on, hold on. Let's, let's, let's put a marker right there. These are his people. He got his name on them. They have experienced God. And God has, hold on, to save them from themselves. He has to send them into captivity in order for them to start calling on him again. Some of the most blessed times been the most difficult times in my life. It's when life has been at its worst that I saw God at his best. Show me this TikTok thing. Show me, show, show me this TikTok video. Show, show me this TikTok video. I, 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 somebody sent me this. I said, that is amazing. And, and I started trying to figure out how they, how they did this. I don't know if it was cameras. I don't know if they had. You'll see what I'm talking about, if we can get it. Not that one, but that one's good, too. Show it. Did I send you the wrong one? Well, let this play, because this is good. True.
Amen. He's true. It's unpronounceable in the Hebrew because it has no vowels. But the closest they can come up with is this. Now watch this. If God is so intricate that he takes him breathing into man and man breathing back out is the first of him calling his name. That even in a baby, when they take their first breath, it's, even when you die, I've been in many rooms with people dying, and they, hold on, the intricacy of that, the, 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 the design of that, that he's in everything. The other video, it goes with this, but it, it, it's, it's these color balls in a tank and they all over the place. And then they release them. They have these things where they're bouncing around and at the end, each of them fell in a compartment with their same color. Wow. Don't know how they did it. The only way I can think that they did it is the pegs that they had, the balls are different size, and the pegs directed the right balls in the right way. Okay, but what it says, but the end of it says, God works all things together. Amen. I said, wow, amazing. That's a good illustration. But then I read some of the things that came up afterwards. And you know what I heard? People angry at God. One said, how about baby born with cancer? Another one said something, and, and, and instead of getting mad at what they were saying, I listened to their hearts, and I realized people are mad and disappointed because life hasn't gone the way they wanted it to go. <laughs> Who hasn't been hurt? Who hasn't been scarred? Who hasn't been wounded? You know what? No, and, and if we're honest about it, we all have asked the question to God, why? Why? You know, and, and you have to work yourself emotionally through it because God will not always give you an answer for what has happened, going to happen, has happened in our lives and in the world. But at some point, you got to trust the heart, the wisdom, the knowledge of God and get over. I tell myself all the time I'm not home yet. This ain't heaven. And everything on this earth is going to test my faith and what I think about God because Satan is always trying to paint God in the wrong picture. 
You can be here, but not listening. There's a lot of us Christians, if the truth be known, we got an attitude with God. And when you got an attitude with God, it shows up in everyone else too. Because life has not yielded what we expected. There's a difference on what God promised and what we want. God is only, how can I say? He's only accountable for what he promised. He may not do what we want. And guess who has to be okay with that? Some of us think that God is supposed to answer every prayer the way we pray it. No, he won't. Listen, listen, listen. We are not that big. It's God's world. It's his kingdom come. It's what he wants to be done. If we are his workmanship. We are supposed to be before his glory. What I'm learning is that the more we yield to him, the more you surrender, you begin to realize his plan is better than your plan. His plan is bigger than your plan. Sometimes we got to let go of what didn't happen and ask God, okay, Lord, I choose you. I think every day you got to choose God. I think every day you got to say, Lord, I don't understand. I still choose your way. Who said we had options? And God's still going to bless us, though we choose our options? When we are self-determined, then we change the end of the story. Because God is only going to lead us if we let him. What time is it? Okay, let me get, let me, let me get to business. Let me get to business. Philippians 1.6 says this. He says, see, Paul said, I am convinced, I am, am confident that he who has begun a good work shall continue it to the day of Christ Jesus. Now watch this. He, Hebrews 11.2 uh, says that he is the author and finisher, watch it, of our faith. So what is it that God is most interested in? It's our faith in him. Because without having faith in him, we're just religious. Without faith in him, we just got religion. Without faith in him, we, we might as well just have a social club. Listen, God is not that impressed with you coming to church. But he looks at why you came to church. Because everyone that comes to church ain't coming for the right reason. Some of us come because we have always came to church. My mama made me go to church. But my question is, has it came to a place that the God that you read in Sunday school is now your God? And you're not walking in your mom's and dad's faith. 
You've now got your own faith. You now know for yourself that God is good and he's real and he's in your everyday life. Can't breathe without him. Don't want to move without him. Listen, there's no fear of me going back. You know why? He's been too good. I know him. Our experience with him got to be that, that we are not just healed, but we get let me, let me see if I can explain it. It is the woman with the issue of blood in Mark chapter 5, verse 25 and 24. She's been sick. I mean, how can I say? Slowly dying. They, they, don't, they didn't have blood transfusions then. She is losing blood a little bit faster than her body's able to make it. <laughs> Pale, weak. Matter of fact, it was an effort for her to make it where Jesus is at. And it says, look how desperate she is. She spent all her money and suffered many things at the hands of people who said they could help her. That sounds something like us. Why do you keep on running to other people when the one you need to run to is Jesus? Or why are you trying to find your wholeness in somebody that's not whole themselves? Why are you trying to find love in all the wrong places when there's only one right place and it start with Jesus loving you, then God showing you how to love yourself? Church, there's a lot of church folks who got healed but wasn't made whole. Let me explain. Matter of fact, in this passage, when you read it, there's two different words that your faith has made you whole, your faith has healed you. There's literally two Greek words. The first Greek word is you have been healed. The sickness is no longer there. Then when he says, come back and say, go your way and continue, in the Greek it says, continue in your, what's it, wholeness, soundness. You can't tell me that what she suffered, what she been through did not affect her emotionally, mentally. Did not affect how she felt about herself. She'd been excommunicated by herself. Listen, have not been touched, not hugged, because she was defiled, and if anybody else touched her, they were defiled. She was isolated for over 12 years. One of the punishments that they use for the worst in prisons is to put them in solitary confinement. Because of the loneliness 
in solitary confinement, it would drive you crazy. So, 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 so they make them obedient by threatening solitary confinement. She was in solitary confinement. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. She was at wit's end. Everybody is, is touching Jesus. He got a crowd around him. Listen, he is so dripping with power. If anybody would have touched him with faith, it would have leaped off of him on the down. Oh, y'all don't get it. Yeah. Hold on, let me show you. Let me show you. God is so ready to bless his children that if anybody touch him with an expectation, it will flow from him without him even knowing it. Oh, y'all get that? He is so overflowing with, with, with wanting to bless those around him. Listen, everybody's touching him, but nobody is touching him with expectation. <laughs> That's why we all can come to church and only a few get the message because everybody's not coming expecting to get anything back. I honestly believe, because he says it all the time, according to your faith. If you came with faith, knowing that he's able, knowing that he's powerful, knowing that he loves you, knowing that he got you, there is a responsibility that you and I have in this walk with Jesus that we need to look at him with eyes of expectation, knowing that sooner or later, I'm gonna see something. I'm gonna receive something. I'm gonna get something. That he has my best in mind. Who touched me? What you mean? Who touched you? Everybody's touching you, Jesus. They are all around you, bumping into you. He said, yeah, they touching me, but they're not touching me with an expectation. Somebody reached out. Somebody's calling me. Somebody wants me. Somebody know they need me. Somebody, somebody has abandoned everything else. He says to the children of Israel, Jeremiah, he said, when you seek me with all of your heart, can I give you an example of made whole that we all have seen? My riding buddy, Reverend Willis. See, I, I don't know the Reverend Willis that was laying in front of the church. I don't know the Reverend Willis that was a drunk of Madisonville. I don't know the Reverend Willis that y'all saw before I saw him. 
But I know the Reverend Willis that was made whole. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. No AA meeting. No counseling meeting. Overnight, he told God, unless you heal me and make me whole tonight, I'm going to go down on the railroad tracks and have the train run me over. He said all the time he was saying that, he saw this circle in the ceiling getting bigger and bigger. He thought the people upstairs spilt some water. He said the next thing he knew, the whole ceiling fell. He rolled out of bed. And when he rolled and got up, he said, I'm healed. Somebody need to seek God with all of their heart. Somebody need to keep doing it until something When you get real, he get real. When you give everything, he gives everything. You know why we get crumbs? Because we give crumbs. Know why we not healed? Know why we not made whole? Because all we want is to get healed. What is it you hold it on to that is preventing you from experiencing the power of God being set free. No, that's how I said. I, I want to be your. I want to be your next Reverend Willis. God, no, you don't. No, no. Uh, uh. You can't hang with me. Know why you can't hang with me? Cause you can't soar in the spirit with me. Reverend Willis could soar in the spirit with me because he was made whole. See, we won't be made whole, but don't take this from me. I, I, I got some stuff in my pocket I don't want him to take. I'm not willing to forgive the person that hurt me. I'm still holding on to stuff of the past. Matter of fact, I still think my way may work. How long you been doing that? Let me keep my tongue that I can cut people left and right with my tongue. We want God to make us whole, but we want to hold on to the demon that we play with. We're playing with demonic stuff. and come to church and pick it back up when we get home. He didn't just come to save us and to heal us. He came to make us whole. The man that, 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 that had at least 2,000 demons in him. The reason why he had the effect that he had, Jesus did, just didn't heal him. God made him whole. 
There was a healing of his soul. There was a healing of his image. He gave him back his identity. Our identity is that we've been created in the image of God. You got to let the other mess go. We dying because we don't know who we are. Our children catch the same mess we mess up in. Generational stuff. He came to make us whole. It's when we make him not just our savior, but our Lord. Oh Lord. Peter said, when you humble yourself, watch this, under the mighty hand of God, then you cast all your cares, all your cares. Hold on. Unless you humble, you won't cast. Unless you recognize his hand is mighty, you won't cast. Unless you trust him and love him, you won't cast because you don't trust him. You take it back with you. Lord, I give you this. Okay, Lord, I'm coming again giving it to you. Lord, let me mess with it for a while. You know what God does? You want it? You got it. Because apparently you want that more than you want me. Jesus gave it all. He held nothing back. He gave it all, not just to call us to heaven, but restore who we are in him to make us whole. Those that are watching, he want to make you whole. No matter how messed up you was, no matter how messed up you are, our God is faithful. I don't know how, matter of fact, I didn't come to him. He came and snatched me out of my mess because I don't think I would have made it out the darkness. Until we see he's it. He's everything. He's your everything. He, 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 he's the truth, the way, and your life. There is no other way. There is no other truth. There is no other life. Jesus is this. Say that with me. Jesus is it. And I hear people say, you're always talking about Jesus. I don't got nothing else to talk about. He's everything and everything and everything that pertains to life. 
just accepting him as your Lord and Savior. Say, Lord, change me. Lord, save me. Lord, forgive me and come into my life. I believe you died for me and you rose for me. And if you mean it from your heart, he will meet you where you're at. Lord, make us whole. Just don't heal us, but make us whole. Lord, do it in a way that people don't recognize. You can call the 400 number. Someone will call you back and pray with you and minister to you. Father, Father, we need you. We're standing not in the need of just a healing, but more than that, we need you to make us whole. Look, even if you don't heal us, if you make us whole, it's okay, because our soul will be healed. Our soul will be whole and we will be more like you. So Father, touch